Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Advertech Printing, and Independent Photo Imagers. Hello again, and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by Andy Marcus of Fred Marcus Photography and President of the International Photographic Council. Hi, Andy. How are you today? I'm good, Gary. How are you? Great. So before we get into uh, talking about IPC and its activities and functions, I'd like to first ask you more about you know your history in the industry, right? Because it goes back many, many decades. So I want to kind of frame it in that, how you got started in the business. Uh, that's an interesting story. Well, my, my dad started the business in 1941. It's an interesting story. He, uh, actually came from uh, Germany right before the war got bad and was uh, actually in a concentration camp for about six months. One of his, uh, employees, uh, actually his, his dad's employees, they were in a, in a garment business, uh, ski wear uh, business and uh, got him out and he had 24 hours to leave the country mm-hmm. and those 24 hours he he packed up what he could he was an amateur photographer he had a Leica that he took with him and went to Cuba Cuba he uh, had to make a living he was only supposed to be there for a couple of days turned out that he was there for two years and he had to make a living so he took his camera and went out to the beach and there were a lot of other immigrants on the beach yeah, the beaches of Cuba and waiting to come to the United States. And uh, he took pictures of them at night. He'd go back to his small apartment and in, in his bathroom, he would develop the pictures in his bathtub. It wasn't, I mean, tell me this whole story. Yeah. And the next day he'd print them up, you know, and, and bring them back to the beach and sell them uh, to make a long story short. He was there two years, as I said, came to the United States and found that a lot of the, uh, People he had photographed in Cuba were coming to the United States and, and settling in New York City. Uh, so he decided to go there, relocated in an area that they were living on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. They found him. They called him for more photographs of their families. They loved his work. And then they had events in their lives, weddings, parties, whatever it may be. And uh he was the one they called. It was a small business. It was in a basement of a small uh, apartment building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my my dad always hated when I said it was the basement. He said, no, it's the lower lobby. <laughs> because they wanted to be, raise the, you know, the perception. Sure. But uh, uh, he was there, uh, like I said, from 1941 to really like three or four years ago when we moved I'll get into that. Uh, I was with him since 1971 when I graduated from college in New York. I had always helped him since I was 13 years old. And uh, he was I was always his assistant. And little by little, by the time I was 17, I guess I was photographing uh, weddings and parties. And little by little, uh, our business seemed to grow. It started off at a pretty low level, but it grew and grew. And uh, his reputation uh, as a portrait photographer and really a, a master of lighting and working with children, an amazing guy. And uh, I just watched, listened and learned mm-hmm. and I started doing it and and we began to grow. 
We have, I can tell you a million stories about our business, uh, but it, it's, uh, we we wound up, uh, it, you know, presently we're, we're, we're really all over the world. We're, we're doing enormous weddings, portrait sittings. I was working with, actually with Donald Trump for about, oh God, 15 years or so, mm -hmm. uh, photographed his, uh, one of his weddings, photographed his daughter's wedding, uh, Ivanka Trump, uh, mm -hmm. Jared Kushner's wedding. Uh, we photographed uh, LeBron James's way. I mean, I can go on and on. Yeah, yeah. Eddie so there's a whole slew of these. And it became, uh, our name got out there. We were always very honest, very uh, private. We never shared anything. Uh, although we were offered many times to, you know, uh, these these magazines wanted wanted yeah. photographs, gave us blank checks, never happened. And that that got around and, and people- uh, People respect the fact you showed discretion. Exactly. And uh, and now today, uh, my son is in the business, and he's been uh, in the business probably about fifteen years. He started out wanting to be in the, in the movie business. Went to California for three years. Uh, I told him, "I'm not paying for this. You got to work." And you know, I have friends in California. <laughs> I said, "You work for them, and you make some money." And he did. And I, every few months, I'd call, "How you doing?" And uh, I called my friend, and he's oh, he's terrific. He's now, now he's photographing weddings, and oh my God, he, the, the brides want him to come and you know meet with them. It turned out that uh, he was making this guy a lot of money. So I called him. I said, "Do you really love California? Why don't you come back and work for us?" Mm. So he said, "You know, I don't love California so much. I'm going to come back." And he came back, and he's been in the business doing amazingly well. He has a he, like a stellar. Uh, reputation here in New York, very, very talented. And we put together a wonderful team of photographers, you know, busy all the time. Well, that sounds great. But um, so I love the family business angle. What, what is your son's name? Brian. Brian. Okay. Brian great. But we're here mostly to talk about uh, IPC. For those who aren't familiar with IPC, can you share some of the history of their organization? Because it's been around a long time and yeah. it's got kind of a very interesting history. Yeah, uh, IPC uh, began 50 years ago, and it was started by a wonderful man, uh, James Chung, mm -hmm. who started this as a way for uh, corporations, companies to get together and uh, share their knowledge, honor photographers uh, for their work. And mm -hmm. uh, this has been going, I've been involved for about I'd say 10 or 12 years myself. Right. right. Jimmy was an amazing man. Yes. I've, no, everyone loved Jimmy Chung. That was, uh, he was a great man. Great man. And he's, uh, it was a lot of fun to, you know, to, uh, to work with, uh, you know, unfortunately he passed away about a year ago, along with what was going on with uh, the pandemic and along with uh, the fact that the United Nations, where we held all of our luncheons, was under a huge, uh, their dining room was under a huge um, reconstruction. Mm -hmm. uh, haven't been active for about three to four years, could even be a little longer than that. Yeah. So we built this up. I'm, I'm working with a fabulous executive board, uh, uh, you know, Fred Lerner, uh, Kathy Jello, uh, Kathy McGrain, who's amazing with uh, uh, helping us with all our web stuff and uh social media it's been an interesting ride so we so as we had a, a, a luncheon this past october first first, first before we get into that can you talk a little bit about the mission of ipc oh as correct. to you know the reason why ip exists isn't just to have luncheons no 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 the, <laughs> believe me it's not that the food isn't that good so <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. So our mission is uh, a, a mission, you know, statement, so to speak, is peace through photography, the universal language. Right. Which I kind of love because it, it, you know, photographs to me are, you know, uh, you know, obviously everybody has a different take on a particular photograph, but it does capture moments in time. And I think it's a wonderful, you know, uh, motto for our, our group. As a group, what we do, we try to raise money for scholarships for worthy students. And uh, that's part of what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting into now we want to do exhibitions mm-hmm. uh, uh, of photographer's work that has a, some sort of a universal appeal as far as uh, peace in our world and, and uh, sure. showing conservation in our world, things like that. And and uh, along with that, we, we have brought in many corporations, all the major corporations have come and uh, find that this is a, a, a wonderful thing that, you know, mm-hmm. we can get some sponsors and put this together and, and create uh, this environment where people can thrive. And it's and it is a nonprofit. It is a you know. A, oh yeah, it's a nonprofit. None of us work for any money. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like my business. It didn't start <laughs> out that way, my business. But so 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 I mean that's an aspect of, to it. Is that I think it would be helpful for people to know that this is not a for-profit enterprise. It's a, a nonprofit. So that's you know important. I think for people to know if they want to get involved, it is going to benefit the industry and benefit students, and hopefully make the world a little more peaceful. I think that's probably. Uh, the way we want to look at it. We're looking at honoring uh, people. And then furthermore, all right, the other thing that we do once a year, we get recommendations from the different uh, companies. So in other words, we go to a camera company, Sony, Canon, whatever, and say, listen, here's our mission. I want you to recommend two or three photographers mm-hmm. and nominate them. And we want to give them an achievement award, right? photographic achievement award. That's been going on for the last probably 15 years. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. You know, we're going from uh, APA to ASMP to uh, PPA to WPPI mm-hmm. to uh, White House press photographers. It's it, it's it's really, and, and all of these organizations now are very into this. And it, it's become a, a wonderful thing. So we get these nominations. We select as a group one of the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get this award. They will get an award at the ceremony sure. during luncheon. Furthermore, we also have, uh, we, we uh, designate a keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past October, we had Neil Manowitz, who is the president of Sony Electronics. Mm-hmm. And uh, a wonderful man gave a wonderful mm-hmm. um, keynote. And I, I, I think everybody was very impressed by uh, mm-hmm. uh, his words. We also had... Um, we have the UN involved because this is held at the UN. We made a effort and strong effort uh, I made to get the um, Secretary General of the United Nations Global Projects to come and speak to us. Mm-hmm. And she was she was amazing. Did an amazing job mm-hmm. speaking. People were so impressed and, and and touched by her words. And so, who is, who was this person? Who is the UN representative? The woman we had was the Undersecretary General of the United Nations, uh, Melissa Fleming, and she's the Undersecretary General of Global Communications. Mm-hmm. Great. And she came to our luncheon, spoke absolutely beautifully. I think everybody was touched by her words, and I'm going to try very, very hard to get her back again for this coming luncheon that we're having. So, you know, it it, it it's, it's having all these things, having these... Uh, 
people come mm -hmm. looking at their work and and, and Mm -hmm. trying to get a, a different take on this. I don't want to get the same old, same old uh, photographers. I don't want to get the, the the president of this organization or that organization, right. which when 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 Jimmy was there, it was kind of easy for the organizations to just say, oh, you know, our president will be the one we're nominating. I don't want that. I want to get real deal photographers. Mm -hmm. This uh, year, we started a new category uh, of an award, uh, environmental award, and we're giving it to uh, Benjamin Von Wong. And uh, he is a um, young man who does environmental photography. Uh, what he does is 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 take uh, plastics and take mm -hmm. junk out of the oceans and create sculptures and then photographs them. Okay. He was just he was just at the economic uh, conference in Davos. Mm -hmm. uh, so he had uh, images. I saw images uh, of his being projected all over the country. He does amazing things yeah. and has a zillion followers. I mean, literally, I think he has something like 100 million followers or something. It's a crazy, yeah. crazy number. And so he's going to be there. And uh, mm -hmm. he used to live in California, moved to New York, and now or has a place in New York. So he's going to be there for the luncheon. Okay. And this year, also honoring as the main major honorary Lifetime Achievement Award to right. Douglas Copeland, who a lot of people know as a, an amazing, you know, uh, portrait photographer, Hollywood photographer. He's kind of a legend. And his wife, Francoise, will be doing the yeah. uh, keynote for us. Yeah, he passed in uh, 2022, I think. And, end of, end of. But he yeah. was known for a lot of the really classic kind of celebrity portraits from the golden age and beyond. Every day I learn more. And he was one of the, I mean, one of the biggest uh, celebrity photographers, very involved, Marilyn Monroe and Bridget Bardot. I mean, mm -hmm. he had a good life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so obviously it's a posthumous award and is so his yeah. wife is going to be the uh, keynote speaker. His widow, I should say, is going to be the yeah. keynote speaker. Will any of his work be on display? Yes, we're going to have uh, his work on display. We're going to have his work. Uh, uh, you'll start to see this now on our website, uh, ipcphoto.org. We are going to be even having a little auction of some of, uh, of his uh, photographs and some of his books that he has out. He has several books out. So we're going to do that as a way to also raise some money for uh, for the organization. Mm -hmm. Great. And so, like you said, it's it's scholarships, right? I mean, that's part of what you haven't really started with the exhibitions and things yet, but you are starting with scholarships. You provided already a couple of scholarships last year, even though it was your first year back, you were able to provide for the scholarship. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about um, what the qualifications are for the James L. Chung Memorial Scholarship? Okay, so so what we want is uh, to to uh, approach photography schools, and uh, this past luncheon we used a, a school of visual arts, mm -hmm. and uh, we asked them if they would provide us with uh, names of a couple of people that they thought were worthy of getting scholarship. Sure, we vet their work, you know invite them to the luncheon. We present them with a scholarship, you know, that they uh, actually the scholarship goes to the school and the school uses it to pay their tuition. I don't want them to go out, you know, take their family. Right, to exactly. It's a scholarship, so, not a party fund. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we gave it to the school, school, you know, disperses uh, it, disperses it for their, their tuitions and whatever. 
So uh, yeah, so we're going to, you know, we started with them. We're going to wind up going to other schools as well. And as we grow, we can give out even more scholarships and that's, you know, Exhibitions are a little more difficult because we like to have them at the UN, but the UN has a uh, amazingly difficult uh, compliance issues that it can take a year, year and a half before you get permission to do anything. Mm-hmm. So uh, plus, it's not easy I, even just to walk in. I mean, that you just uh, just to go into the UN. There's a security checkpoint, and there's oh, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's not a, it's not like going to the mall where you walk through. Yeah, it's not like going to the Museum of Natural History. You're just you know where you walk in. This is uh, no, there is security. There's such, but we we've had ex- exhibitions in the past, mm-hmm. and it's nice because we invite the Secretary General in. You know, we had a uh, anniversary party. I think it was the 40th anniversary. And, they, we, you know, we brought a big cake and there was a whole ceremony in the lobby. It was very nice. And the exhibition was up for quite a few months. So uh, and, and, and we provide all of that. So we, we make the prints and our uh, some of our uh, sponsors, mm-hmm. whether it be Epson or Hewlett Packard, would, would uh, uh, you know, would make the prints and they get, you know. Sure. Credit for all that. So there's no limit then on the number of scholarships you can you can provide, right? I mean, right now you're giving or you're providing two, uh, but it could be more. Yes, of course, and it, it, it's only you know monetarily what we can you know afford to do. You know, I don't feel you know we're giving out dozen. I want it to be special, so we would give out a few. You know, every right. year that would be the goal. But we'll you know we'll see how that uh, you know works out as we go along. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to contribute. Uh, to IPC to support it. Uh, what are the mechanisms for that? Can they donate to the scholarships directly? Do they become an IPC member? Do they sponsor an event? How how does that all work? Basically, if you want to become a member, there is no cost at this time. You can just uh, join by going to the website, signing in, and, and you would receive all the notices, et cetera, of any events and, and, and what we're doing. So that's the easy part. And I invite, you know, anybody who would like to join and, and, and find out more about us to, to go to our website and uh, uh, sign up. You can also see on the website some of the previous, uh, the winners that, that have uh, received awards. You know, it's a good place to get an over, overview of what's going on uh, with us. And that website is ipcphoto.org. Correct. Yeah. When you go onto the website, you'll see, first of all, a page where you can sign up to, to come to our luncheon. Uh, that's the first part. We also are uh, always looking for sponsors. So a lot of the organizations do uh, like to give us a, a sponsorship, uh, not asking for, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, but, you know, every little bit counts. And the, again, the more sponsors, sponsorships that we have, the more I can do as far as uh, and we can do as far as uh, right. uh, providing scholarships to, to people. That's where we are. The luncheon, unfortunately, you know, is a, is a big uh, cost to us. So, I mean, you can buy tickets for the luncheon, but we try to uh, at least recoup the luncheon cost, and then anything after that would go to yeah. uh, sponsorship. Uh, go to sponsorship. And 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 once again, for I don't think we've actually mentioned the exact date and the time for the luncheon. Can you, so can you share that? This, this is very important if you want to come. Luncheon is going to be on May fifteenth. Uh, is coming May 15th of 24. It, it is held actually, which is really, a, a you know, I'm always impressed going there. It's held at the Delegates Dining Room at the United Nations. And uh, 
last year, which was our first year back after four years, I think uh, my executive board weren't expecting more than 50 or 60 people, and we wound up having over 150 people. Right. It's It really is a wonderful time. What we do at, at the luncheon, actually, is we have a um, hour before we have a little cocktail meet and greet thing, which turned out to be what we heard the most about after the event, that this was the best thing that we could do. And all these companies, all their representatives, everybody kind of mingled and talked sure. and had the best time, didn't even want it to end. So uh, this year, we're going to try to make it a little bit longer, give people what they want, you know, so I want I want to have that because that's really what it's all about putting it you know as great as zoom is there's nothing like a face-to-face -face meeting a hundred percent and and everybody totally enjoyed it it was it, it was fun it was a great mm -hmm. luncheon a lot of good feedback now it's scheduled for 11 30 to 3 p.m uh so you'd recommend getting there on time to yeah, take advantage I, of the networking because it does start well, at 11 30 and also keep in mind the uh the uh, security that you have to go through. So I tell people, you know, you should get there probably, you know, quarter to 11 or, you know, yeah. 11 o'clock, get mm -hmm. through the security, get up to the dining room and, and, and yeah. have some fun meeting everybody in the industry that you only hear about and never meet, you know, so. Yeah, I've, I have had the honor of going to IPC meetings back in the day, and there yeah. it is it is a process to get into the UN. It's yeah, not, something... no, but not a bad one. It's no, not no, it's, it's like going yeah. to an airport. It's it's not bad. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Good, good, except you don't have to take your shoes off. That's the... <laughs> well, there you go. It's a benefit. Awesome. Listen, Andy, it's great uh, talking to you today about IPC and, of course, your business, Fred Marcus Photography. Uh, again, where can people go for more information to participate in IPC or just go get more information? Where is the best place to go? I would say go to our website, uh, ipcphoto.org. Anybody can also write, uh, you can write to me, uh, Andy Marcus at ipcphoto.org. Uh, and uh, happy to answer any questions or give you any more information uh, that you would like. You know, hope to see everybody there. Yes, hope to see you in May in New York City. That would be wonderful, Gary. Thank you so much for the time. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.